Hello, this is Clementine from Visions of Atlantis and you're watching CMS TV. It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, we heard Black and Blue with Heat It Up and Burn It Out. It's something we need on a cold Saturday night. And we just heard Cinderella from their debut release, Night Songs, with Once Around a Ride. And a guy who's been around once or twice or maybe thrice, my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. Hold on, Chris. What is up, man? How we doing? How you doing? You've been to have a busy week this week. I did have a pretty busy week and um, had a health scare and everything else. It's been crazy this week. <laughs> a health scare? What the hell happened now? Oh, dude, my life. I am I am literally an example of just falling apart at the seams. You should have played that song instead from Cinderella. <laughs> well, well, I wasn't aware you were having issues. So a lot of people probably noticed that there was no Seth Williams show on Monday, and um, Chris Aiken Presents got moved to Tuesday. Okay. The reason was, I woke up Monday morning, and I could not hear. And when I say I could not hear, I mean literally everything sounded like Miss, like the teacher in um, Peanuts, in the, in the Charlie Brown. I, was, wah, 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 wah. I couldn't hear anything nothing and i was like what the fuck is going on here now for people that don't know and you might even be one of them my right ear only has 10 percent hearing anyway because okay. when i got blown up the molten metal dropped down my ear canal and burned away my eardrum all right so, so literally all i can hear out of this side is next to nothing i can hear a little tiny bit but pretty much nothing okay so i'm pretty dependent on the left ear which, you know, a, if it stops working, I got a real fucking problem. So, needless to say, I couldn't fucking hear. And I was like, what is going on? And I, I didn't know what, what to do. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm like taking a hot shower and I'm trying to clean out my ear. And I went through 400 fucking Q-tips trying to clean out my ear. Nothing. So... I looked it up online. I was I was literally on hold with the doctor who I don't know how I was going to talk to him because I he'd have been talking to me on the phone and I'd have heard you know. Right. But I was trying to call and get an like an emergency appointment into the doctor and I stumbled across a thing that said, you know, Q-tips are bad. I don't yeah. know if you know that or not, but yeah. I um, did not know that. Yeah, if you I mean, they're they're bad if you don't do it properly, or if you dig too deep, or whatever. Which I guess I did, but what ended up happening was I ended up with earwax that got impacted deeply into my ear, mm -hmm. to where it was completely blocking my eardrum. Right. So I got some. I got some of those like extra strength eardrop earwax breaker upper drops. I don't know what they're called, but um. Okay. And I got some kind of a kit that had a little ball on it with that you fill with hot water. And I went through this routine all day long Monday where I was dropping eardrops in, 
waiting 10 minutes, then filling my ear with hot water, then, you know, shaking it out. And finally, about four o'clock in the afternoon, I felt something pop in my ear. Yeah. And it was the wax coming off of the eardrum or, or whatever was blocked up. It popped off. Yeah. To where I could hear again, but I didn't hear really again good until about Wednesday. Right. It took it, but it scared the shit out of me, man. Oh my God. Oh my God. Not having hearing. (laughs) Probably not good for a podcast guy. Sure. (laughs) So yeah, that was my health scare for this week was, you know, I can't catch a break, man. I just can't. (laughs) Self-inflicted. It really is, but yeah, after that, I was like, okay, no more Q-tips ever, you know, I'm done with that, which is unfortunate because I have like three cases of them because I bought them, I I got them on sale or something. It was like $10 for like 3,000, you know, uh, Q-tips. Right. So it's like, all right, there goes that $10 right in the old garbage can. (laughs) So sign up to the CMS network. (laughs) I need you ten dollars. Right, of course. <laughs> of course. So yeah, but other than that, I mean, just a busy week. I mean, I was once that was done, it was just work and interviewing like crazy for Chris Aiken presents for the Seth Show for um, for Metal Shop. You know, just busy, busy. Sure. Well, like I, I didn't have like- as good of a week as you. Well, I didn't have a great week. I just was able to get out of the house on uh, on Tuesday night. But that had to be fun. Well, it was, it was good. I mean, uh, you know, go, being able to go to a, a live show that isn't far from me, I feel like feel like you and, well, the only show I'll go to if it comes to the casino. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's right. But, uh, but, yeah, I ventured out uh, this week. Uh, I hung out with our good friend Chips Enough. Yeah, how was that? And, uh, he's always good, dude. It's just kind of funny. I texted him earlier in the week. I said, hey, I'm coming out to that show. I brought him a CMS shirt. Okay. He goes, yeah, bring it. I'll, I'll wear it on tour. So uh, I'm not sure how this works for this. I Some local promoter here. We talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But uh, this I, just recently, this local promoter has been bringing in I guess if you want to refer to them as national acts. Mm-hmm. But uh, a week ago, uh, he brought in L.A. Guns. This past week, he brought in uh, Bad Marriage, which features Tommy Skeo, formerly a Tesla, on guitar with Enough's Enough, and the great Glenn Hughes. Right. And coming up shows are Firewind. He's got, a, uh, he's got Striper coming in. Uh, he's got a bunch of, like, tribute shows coming in just all kinds of stuff and this is a small town this is this is a a town that you could throw a rock from end to end nice as the old chevy van song goes that's right sammy johns once told us (laughs) exactly and literally this is a small town this is a town that john mellencamp sings about okay but uh there's a there's an old movie theater uh, that they converted into like a music venue, and uh, I, I I knew where it was. I, I'd been by it numerous times. I'd never been in there. Right. But, uh, they're holding uh, shows, concerts in this place, and so I went in and I bought a ticket at the door. It was uh, thirty five bucks, 
And, um, you know, I went to see uh, Enough's Enough and Glenn Hughes along with uh, Bad Marriage. I wasn't familiar with Bad Marriage until you you, uh, made me aware of them. I wasn't aware that uh, Tommy Skeo was playing uh, live these days with uh, this band. And uh, so I decided I'd venture out because uh, it's always a good hang to see our good friend Chip. And um, I walked in, and there's Chip at the merch booth, just working. Hey, brother! He's, he's he's there, you know, taking pictures and selling merch, and you know, doing doing it all. You know, running credit cards, collecting money. He's doing. He's he's a one man act down there, right? Doing, you know. And I, I kind of stood there. Uh, he was chit chatting with somebody, and uh, I, I just kind of walked up on him and kind of stood to the side. He didn't realize I was standing there, and then he was done chatting with whomever it was. And he turned. And I said, "Hey, rock star!" And he goes, "Neely, it's so good to have you come out to the show." You know, Dude, I'm glad you made it. <laughs> I'm always so glad that you came out to the show. It's always so good to see you. I can't make it to your house, but you made it out to my show. <laughs> well, that was kind of funny. I said to him, I said, well, you made it this far, Chip. Ten more minutes and you could be at my place. I said, so what's it going to take? <laughs> nice. I said, it's been 20 years. I said, I've lived I've lived in this area for 20 years, and, it, and I have not, I've yet to get you to come to the show. And he goes, listen. He says, I'm working all year. I'm going to Europe in March. He says, I'm going to be off between April 4th and the 27th or something. He says, let's let's get it done then. All right. I said, well, I'm going to hold you to it. I said, do I need to send a car for you? I, I'm, I'm being serious about this now. I said, do I need to send a car for you? Do What do I need to do? I mean, mm-hmm. what, what do I have to do to accommodate you? to come out to this to the place and be able to get home safely and all these other right, things. Sure. So what, what do I need to do? I said, whatever it takes, that's what I'll do. Well, we'll, we'll make this happen. It's, that's not all that necessary. I'll, we'll make this happen. You know, I'm just like, okay. I'm do you got there. a good pizza place? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I hung out with Chip for a good, good portion of the evening and, you know, like I said, he was working uh, the the birch booth there while Bad Marriage was playing, and then uh, they were doing the changeover on the stage. And he goes, "Well, I gotta go play." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he he made his way, you know, back to the backstage area, and then after right after the show was over, his set was over, mm-hmm. right back to the merch booth back there, oh, wheeling, yeah. wheeling and selling selling shirts and CDs and albums, and you know everything that he needs to do it's just kind of funny i think i think he was generally the merch guy well you know? how come he doesn't have his band guys do it i don't know the answer i maybe he doesn't trust them i don't know or i, I wonder if maybe it's just because he's there he'll sell more merch maybe probably a lot of people will recognize him because he is recognizable yeah, you know and he's got his got his big goofy glasses big glasses on and the hat <laughs> <laughs> you know, but maybe that's what it is, is that when he's back there, people will come and buy something to fucking get it signed. Yeah. Probably yeah. true. Yeah. Well, it was kind of funny because uh, while I was standing there chatting with him, some young kid walked up and um, he says to Chip, he says, uh, you know, I, I'm not here to buy any merch. I really don't have the money for it. He says, "I all I really want, if I can, can I get a picture without having to buy something? 
Okay. And Chip is like, well, yeah, of course. Come come around here. Let me take a picture. And so the kid took a picture with him and stuff. And it was so funny because this kid, he looked like a young Ray Gillen. Oh, nice. That's like Ray Gillen. And, and so after he was done uh, taking a picture and stuff, I go, Chip, Chip. I said, doesn't this kid look like a young Ray Gillen? He goes, that's who he looks like. He goes, he looks like a young Ray Gillen, you know? And he goes, he goes, you know, in fact, I'm going to do you one better. He, he, so he picked up, uh, uh, the, their greatest hits enough's enough's mm-hmm. greatest hits CD yeah. and peeled, peeled the, the cellophane off of it and signed it and gave him one. Well, that's pretty nice. And he goes, see, I do stuff like that all the time. I'm a nice mm-hmm. guy. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever doubted that chip. <laughs> and we, he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, you and Chris, I talk about you guys all the time. He says, people come up and say, you, do you know that classic metal show? And I go, yeah, that's, that's my good friend. He goes, you know, they're always making fun of you on there. Right. He goes, that's, <laughs> that's because they love me. That's he's right. <laughs> I, I gotta say too, in, in fairness to chip to, to back up his words, he is the, most regular follower and sharer on Instagram of our stuff. Is that right? Every single day I get some kind of a, you know, it gives you the little notifications about, yeah. you know, so-and-so shared this or reposted right. this or whatever. Every day there's a Chips Enough one. Every <laughs> single day. So I, I took, you know, obviously I took video. Sure. And I think I I took video the way you should take video at a live performance if you're going to post it somewhere <laughs> you should have punched the one guy that as soon as you started shooting the one video stood up you should have punched I him i know it's I, not I, your I, fault. Told you, I told you in the text that that side of the theater people just couldn't sit still they had yeah. me getting up 10 times to go to go back and get a beer every every five minutes mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like what the fuck yeah total dicks the same people too the same people Come back, sit down. Three minutes later, they're up wandering around. Back, sit down. Come back, wander around. You know, wander around. Mostly, mostly the women. Yeah. Mostly the women. Up, wander around. Come on back. Get up, wander around. He's like, "Where are you going? What are you doing?" They're down. Enjoy the show. Come on. There's an open bar. <laughs> you know, but. uh yeah, I took some video. Obviously, you posted it out there for the CMS uh, locals uh, members. Yes. And, uh, you know, I took uh, about two to three minutes of each song for with uh, Enough's Enough and, you know, Glenn Hughes, you know. It's and, a long video. It's like yeah, 25 it's long, minutes when I yeah, put it together. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I took uh, like four, four songs at Chip and I took about five or six songs of Glenn. Yeah. And uh yeah, I thought it was a good representation of what I was watching. You know, I I tried to capture the first two minutes, two to three minutes of each song. Yeah. So you kind of got a got an idea what, what they were up to. And uh, you know, overall for a small theater, it was a it was a good show. I I uh estimated that that place holds maybe three hundred and fifty people. Right. That's tiny so for Glenn Hughes. I'm trying to think. What is that promoter paying for a Glenn Hughes Enough's Enough bad marriage show on a Tuesday night? What do you think what do you think that that package costs? Ten and G's. Ten you think? Ten thousand, huh? You don't th- you think less? No, I think more. 
I, nah. I, you don't think Glenn Hughes? Well, uh, I mean, the tickets were. Th- what's the three three thousand or three hundred fifty times ten grand? Would be what thirty five grand? No. No, it's I, like I said. The average ticket was like around thirty five bucks. So thirty five dollars times so three hundred fifty. I'm gonna say there was about three hundred people there. Okay. Okay. So times three hundred. That's only ten grand. Thirty five. Yeah, that's ten thousand five hundred. So it's a door deal. It probably is. It, I, I mean, he's not going to pay twenty thousand dollars. He loses ass. That's what I'm saying. It's just like what does what does a Glenn Hughes enough's enough bad marriage package command on a Tuesday night? In bumfuck Indiana, I'm thinking it's ten grand that they'll happily take because it's in between bigger shows. Because I know the night before they played the Arcata. How big is the Arcata? Nine hundred. Like oh, so that's not that much bigger, but it's still three times bigger. Three times bigger, and it was sold out. So they probably made their twenty there, twenty twenty five there, right? And this is the you know. This is the travel day in yeah, between this, there uh, yeah, and this is, the, this is the gas show. Yeah, this is between <laughs> between the good show and the good show. And right, I think the next night they were going to um like Cincinnati or something. Yeah, somewhere belts big. Yeah. So they needed to, you know, they had to fill a day. Yeah, so they, they filled, filled it in couple. Hobart. Is and that Hobart? Hobart. Hobart. <laughs> Hobart. 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 It's like it's like the Burt show. Hobart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did but, you leave yeah, your emotional but, load in the seats? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to, to but to bring, you know, national acts into the little town and play the theater there for 350 people who yeah. show up, you know, on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah that's pretty solid. I mean, if if he paid 10 grand, he probably made 2500 at the bar. Yeah. And so he wins on a Tuesday. Shit, dude, as somebody that owns a brick-and-mortar business, you make any money on a Tuesday, you're thrilled. Well, I agree. I agree. But, you know, again, they he has to pay the overhead. He has to pay the help and the security and, the, you know, the bartender and obviously the 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 uh, uh, the production crew who, you know, sure. the people who helped pull the equipment in. And I don't know if they rented the back line or if they brought it with them. I'm not really sure. But you know, there's there's a lot of costs involved. It's just like, wow, okay, well, what's what's a Glenn Hughes command as far as yeah, you know I, uh, a, a show? And obviously, the show was a quality show. He he, you know, did a did a great job. If you know from what I watched, and you know, sure. hopefully, it translated through the videos I took. You know, it seemed to. I watched it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. So uh, I would yeah, put it, it on screen, but fuck them, pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so overall, you know, great show. Good to see Chip as always. It's always good. Good to see my brother. It's great to see you, bro. (laughs) Glad you're still doing it. Keeping it alive. So I, uh, I told Chip, I said, yeah, I shot some video of your set. I said, we're going to put it up online on our site. And, oh, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. (laughs) That's funny. That's great. He's such a good dude. I, I I wish there was a way we could convince more people to like Enough's Enough. I love them, personally. They're one of my absolute favorite bands. But I know most people, they're a little too close to the Beatles, and they're a little too hairband, and they're a little too this, and they're a little too that. But 
you know, I love him. And Chip is such a nice guy. Right. Like he's he's the nice as as much as whoever that's telling him that we're fucking with him, you know, it's only out of love because we yeah. both love Chip. Of course. Absolute hundred percent. There is no negativity out of him. I would say eighty percent of the reason why I went out was to see Chip. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, I dude, I I've gone to see Chip play just to see chip not even to see him play right just to see chip you know i've done that a few times but you know after his his set was over how'd my voice sound i said do i sound good i sounded like (laughs) you sounded like like yourself i said even chris said you sounded good i said i i sent chris all the videos he said you sounded great oh you tell chris i said hey hey there brother I said, well, we're, we're going to, we're going to have you at the show, uh, Chip. I said, you got to come down. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, anyway, it was fun. It was a, it was a good show. I didn't get to see Tommy Skio. I don't know where he went. Uh, saw his bandmates all hanging around and stuff, but Tommy, I don't know where he went. If he just stayed backstage or went on the bus or, you know, star. Yeah. He's a big star. He had to leave. Yeah, I guess. But, uh, you know, they had the full travel bus. They had the bull, big tour bus, you know, so, uh, you know, three bands on one bus. Oh, boy. You know? but That's got to be comfortable. There's, well, there's usually 12 bunks. So there's enough. There's enough room for all of them, you know? Yeah, there's but. enough room. But Jesus Christ, 12, 12 guys on a bus. <laughs> That's a bit tight. That's a that's a tight. Not so much the sleeping; it's everything else that's tight. Right, of course. Like when they're watching TV or whatever, and they're all trying to jam into one of them little tiny couches or whatever. Right. <laughs> yep. No, that's that's the that's the price you pay to to. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. You know. That's right. Yeah, so so uh, overall, good good show, fun. You know, fun to get out. Uh, nice to be able to go to a. a you know, a venue that's not far from, from me. Sure. You know, I, I was home and in bed by 11. Oh, that's nice. That's perfect. <laughs> it was just like, okay, show's over at 1030. Said, said my goodbyes and out the door. And I was home uh-huh. in bed. By, by so you literally o'clock. drove home, changed clothes and went right out and saw the show for three hours and came home. Yeah, pretty much. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So it all worked out. Yeah, I know um, Eric, or not Eric necessarily, but Eric's involved, uh, Piercy announced at the casino. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to that one. <laughs> He's playing uh, the, 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 the rock casino. Yeah, yeah. Him with my new arch enemy, Quiet Riot. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, that should be fun. Yeah, I'll probably not go backstage. I'll just I hang would. out. I, would just, I probably will. I, I, would what, just, what is, I would just go face to face with you. I probably will and just be like, what the fuck is your problem, bro? I, I supported you heavily for Still decades. do. That's what Still I'm saying. Still do. It's like for decades, you know, and, and you got an issue with me. And you don't bring it to me. Yeah. That's the bigger issue to me is not that he has an issue with me, that he doesn't bring it to me. Well, remember, he, he had his nose all out of joint about me. Yeah, I, I faced him down at Farm Rock. I walked right up to him and I said, "You know what's the issue here?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I may I may not. I at this point <laughs> in my life, I really don't care. You know, I'm certainly not going to run away. But I mean, I 
I was talking to Eric, and he's talking about they might come in a day early, so we might go do something. Oh, that's go cool. like barbecue or something, and sure, you know, go. When are, when go, are they playing? Ah, uh, it's in like June or July. Okay, it's not not anytime soon. I I don't know the exact date off the top mm-hmm. of my head, but all right. Yeah, I got the I got the email from from whoever from Ticketmaster or whatever that says Stephen Piercy nice. at the Roxino. I was like, fucking right. Well, depending on when that is, I may just come over. Yeah, why not? It'd be fun. Yeah, I always like it's, seeing Stephen and in company. Yeah, I mean it'll be fun, and the Roxino is such a cool place to see a show. Right. Let's see. I'm looking, Stephen Piercy. Problem is, I can't even look through my email for Stephen Piercy anymore because there's like ten thousand of them with <laughs> Eric. Right. You know, there's so many Eric things, and they come up as Stephen Piercy. It it is. Well, that ain't it. The tickets went on sale Friday. The Ticket. show. It's tickets. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Tickets. The show is Saturday, July twentieth. Hmm. Well, I may I may just come for that show. If you're in the country. I mean, well, that's that won't be till August. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that's usually right around the same time. But yeah, yes. I mean, if it's a Saturday and you plan on going, I might oh, I'm go. going. I'm I'm, well, I'm giving notice now. There will not be a live show <laughs> on July the twentieth. Well, if if uh, if you're going on a Saturday and the show obviously is on a Saturday, I may make the trip over on mm-hmm. Friday and go home Sunday. Yeah, well, that'd be fun. You know. So we could all hang with hang the out. hang with the Piercy boys. That's right. Yeah, that'll be like fun. Yeah, sounds like a plan. I'm in. Come over and visit my dad, and you know, come visit with you and oh yeah, Stephen, and hang with Eric, and sounds like a sounds like a fun time. Yeah, sounds fun to me. Yep. I'm definitely going. So I have, I Eric, I think would probably drive over here and shoot me in the face if i just was like i can't go <laughs> it's too far it's too far it's 10 too minutes far. Yeah, it's too, far. <laughs> too long can you guys play in my backyard yeah <laughs> <laughs> shit that roxino damn near is my backyard <laughs> yeah pretty much so close all right well i'll pencil that in on the on the old calendar yeah put that one down yeah no kidding all right sounds good all right we got our plan for july 20th uh, yeah, sounds good to me. All right, good. Perfect. All right. What's the next order of business? <laughs> um, I don't know. What is the next order of business? Do we have something else to discuss here? Well, TV watching. We always open the show with some TV. Oh, watching. did you watch that show? I did. I did watch that show that uh with um what's his name? Uh the 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 Australian fellow. Uh Jim Jeffries. Yeah, yeah. Jim Jeffries, the comedian. Yeah, the show is called for We'll get into it in a second. It's a it's a series on whatever that fucking HBO channel is called. Max. HBO Max, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's called Death by Fame. And they're in the middle of their second year. But I saw this one episode. I was watching. I'll, I'll just give the backstory real quick. I was watching. I know you're a fan of comedians as well. And yeah. I know you like Jim Jeffries. Yeah, I do like Jim Jeffries, yeah. So when I started watching this and I started hearing what was being said, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to send this to Neely. <laughs> so I texted you and it's, and you know, you can attest to this. I don't tell you very often to watch anything. Right. I'm just like, hey, if, if, if you want to check something out, usually check this. Today, I was like, watch this show. 
watched this episode. And I even gave you the episode. Episode yeah, two. Yeah. What did you, would you care to set it up or do you want me to set it up? Well, you set it up. I mean, you're the one who, who stumbled right. on it. Yeah. So what goes on on this show is they take celebrities, they take stories about either celebrities or people that work with celebrities that have committed heinous crimes. And then ultimately somebody dies. So it's a lot of murders, a lot of suicides, a lot of crazy shit, right? Apparently, and I don't even remember this. I, I well, I'm, I'll, I'll follow up once you. Okay. Apparently, there was a like an engineer or producer guy that was working on a TV show called Legit. That Jim Jeffries, it was like a Jim Jeffries show. Yeah. It's a, pilot it's, or whatever. it's a show that's uh, based on Jim Jeffries' uh, life career, his life yeah. and his career. Well, he was working with this guy, and this guy just went berserk at some point. And not only did he kill his girlfriend, but he kept her alive, chopped her hair, chopped like scalped her, cut her skin off bit holes in her uh it was fucking bizarre yeah it was and and it was so heinous that even jim jeffries who likes to goof on everything was like i don't know how this isn't a bigger story this is worse than jeffrey dahmer he said that a couple times and that's the whole thing and and to to answer your question or your comment that you just made two minutes ago is yeah how come we never heard about this and and you know it didn't really make headline news and it wasn't no. all over the place or anything it was just it was just another day in los angeles you know but but the the heinous uh morbid way that this kid hacked up his girlfriend you know and, and, and in multiple rooms and st- i mean it was fucked <laughs> yeah but the thing is this kid was a basically the the son of a very wealthy real estate mogul from canada right Mm -hmm. his his father they they referred to him as the donald trump of canada right because he he was a big real estate guy and he was worth millions of dollars and this kid didn't even have to work but he was trying to make his name in hollywood and be a screenwriter or a producer or he was he was trying to break into the business but in in all reality his his dad was supporting him you know mm-hmm. and, and he he had Jim Jeffries told how this guy was driving Porsches and very expensive uh, cars and had a mansion and you know was married and had two yeah. children and met up with this other girl and had her as a has his mistress and had a baby with her and right then he had another girl that he had put up in another place <laughs> so he had chicks all over the place you yeah know? he did and uh, banging out kids with these women and you know various other things but yeah he was just a rich kid he was a spoiled rich kid who was just mm-hmm. trying to you know get some kind of notoriety in hollywood and the strange thing is is that nobody noticed this guy you know he was pretty much forgettable 
And, right. uh, and uh, you know, Jim Jeffries made the comment that even in doing a most heinous murder, nobody paid attention. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of funny at the end when he said, he said, this guy was a nothing. He yeah. said that a, he's like, this guy was such a nothing that he committed the most heinous murder in history and still nobody cares. Right. I was like, damn, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, what a, what a situation, huh? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty brutal, you know? And, and the thing is, is that, uh, her mother, uh, she knew that she was in trouble and got the police to come out there, but the police basically did nothing. Yeah. And, police were like, ah, eh. and by the time they did do something about it, it was too late. Yeah. The police were like, eh, you we know. knocked on the door. Good enough. Yeah. Nobody came to the door. Nobody's home. Well, dude, did that part, I don't know how much you've ever studied the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, but did that not remind you a whole lot of Jeffrey yeah, Dahmer where the police showed up and just yeah, let it a, go? A welfare check, knocked on the door. Yeah, everything's good here. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing. And I guess I get it. You know, there's so much, especially where every two seconds now you see something more fucking ridiculous than the next thing. But, you know... It's amazing to me how many of these stories start with, well, the cops came and they didn't do anything. So then he hacked her head off. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yep. So he, he basically chopped bits and pieces off this girl. And some of it was in different parts of the apartment. And some of it was in hefty or, you know, trash bags in the, in the, in the dumpster. in, dumpsters and and in the just, garbage disposal. Just, just chipped her away. <laughs> Just uh, chip away at the stone. Chip away well, at the girl. Dude, they showed that one overhead shot of the entire apartment with the luminol, yeah, I guess. The, splattered all over the place. All over the entire house. Yeah. Or apartment. Like, like each room, had. It, it looked like he'd killed four people because each room was just splattered beyond belief with, with blood splatter. Right. And what they say at the end, at the end, when they finally got her, they found her under a blanket on the bed and they said they only found, what did he say? A tablespoon of blood yeah. in her system. Yeah. Everything had Holy been drained fuck. out. She, she'd been completely drained. Completely drained of blood. A tablespoon of blood left in her system. Yeah. That's freaking nightmarish. And she was a, she was a beautiful woman too. She was a real good looking girl. Yeah. You know, but I guess she should have had that dinner on the table on time. <laughs> just awful. Yeah, I that that story was just ridiculously crazy, and it just had elements that I thought would would work with you. Yeah, you know, with, as far as it was a comedian worked with a comedian that we both like, and it's Hollywood, and oh wow. Yeah, but again, I agree with with jim jeffries and you it's just like how come we never heard this yeah i didn't hear that, anything about that i and it's not even that long ago was it yeah, it was well, like was it 2017 17 or so it was it was when you would have thought it would have been on every twitter feed known to man right but nothing no we didn't hear anything about it sure fuego in the chat room she probably wouldn't shut up <laughs> <laughs> Wow, the rumble chat is is a little vicious tonight. Jesus. Wow. That story calls for a divorce party. 
Yikes. <laughs> and how are our rumblers this evening? Well, right at the moment, there are 101 of them. So hello, rumblers. Oh, rumblers and everybody else tuned in. So, yes. Uh, glad to see you're using a, a um, non-censored platform. That's right. Speaking we, of that, did, did you see that, that deal that Trump struck up with his Truth Social? No. This week? No. Yeah. He, he sold his Truth Social for like $300 million. How much did he spend to build it? I don't know. I have no idea. Who'd he sell it to? Uh, to some media company. Is he still on it? I guess he is. It's some media company that's taking it public. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, it was like, look look it up. See if you can find it. True social cells or something like that. But I mean, it was, it was some, you know, pretty, pretty big deal for only being what, two years old. Yeah. But nobody uses it. That's well, the crazy yeah, thing. It's, somebody must be using it if it, if somebody's willing to make that pay that kind of money for it. Let's see, Trump social deal. I keep seeing that it cleared the SEC. SEC. Yeah. Cl- oh yeah, that's that was the big hurdle because right. they didn't have a lot of uh, hope that it would do that. That they would get the clearance to to sell it, and the SEC gave them the approval. Uh, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission allowed Donald Trump's media and technology company to merge with a blank check acquisition vehicle in a deal that currently values the parent of his social media app, Truth Social, at as much as $10 billion. Is it $10 billion? $10 billion. $10 billion. Okay. Truth Social. Are you kidding? Truth Social doesn't have one one hundredth of that on their platform. Well, I, I think I think it has you know a lot to do with I don't know the not necessarily just Truth Social, but just the technology or something. I have no idea. I didn't Maybe. I didn't follow it close enough, but I was just like, holy shit! Yeah, I mean, wow, that's a lot. The valuation is about half that of Elon Musk's much more popular social media company X. And follows two years of setbacks in the Trump company's quest to complete to complete a stock market listing. Right. So they must have had to sign with this bigger company in yeah, order to take it. Pump, yeah, they pump. did. They they took them in under their their umbrella or whatever yeah. you want to call it to to go to go public. So that three hundred and fifty million that Trump got got hit with um, during the week is chump change. Exactly. <laughs> Not that he'll ever pay it anyway, but no, it is chump change. It's still Jeez, ten billion. Yeah. good for him. I wish That's... I could build something that nobody used or cared about that would sell for ten billion. Right, that would be awesome. <laughs> you just That's never funny. know how those things will work out. I would love to know how they come up with that number to spend on it. I don't know. Because I am telling you, True Social is a dead zone. There is, that and Parler are just, there's nothing going on on those, yeah, cha- on you know, those they, platforms. They were, they were really trying to push that Parler for, for the longest time. And people were, you know, thinking that this was the competitor to Twitter before mm-hmm. Elon bought it. But after Elon bought it and, and you know, took the restrictions off. Then, then it was back to you know full strength again because people yeah. were oh, okay. Well, we'll use X again. We'll use Twitter again. You know because mm-hmm. it was people who 
you know, we're getting censored or they were getting booted off or whatever, because, uh, when, you know, when that communist owned it, yeah, you know, um, they, they, you couldn't Jack say, Dorsey. Yeah. You couldn't say certain things or mm-hmm. you get, get your, you know, banned. So yeah. they have to go to other free sites like Gab or, or, you know, parlor yeah, or parlor, true social, social or mines. Yeah. Elon, when Elon took, took the chains off. Uh, you know, people went back to that. Yeah. Well, I, I've been putting everything on. I actually paid the $36 for a year for, for Twitter, for CMS network. And I know you're probably wondering why the fuck would I spend the money on any of these things? But, but it's, it's because I needed to be able to message. If you don't pay the money, if you don't pay the $4 a month or whatever it is, you you can't message people and i can get a lot of guests and stuff for for that four dollars a month right you know so it's like so i paid the four dollars a month and and plus now i can upload videos and say what you want about twitter you can hate twitter all you want it just fucking works it does which has been that and you know the the thing is well it's a proven platform obviously i mean it's Mm -hmm. How long has Twitter been around? Like fourteen years? Yeah, it's been around a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and the thing is, is you know, since I'm a a big fan of listening back to, uh, you know, the old O and A, those guys spent so much time on Twitter. Oh yeah. Those guys, O and A, Opie and Anthony and and Jim, all they talk about on the show is Twitter. Yeah, well, they were big into it. This and I was tweeting that, and I was answering this, and I was answering that, and we were doing that, you know. And and you know, I it's just hard to believe looking back, you know, 12, 14 years, how much discussion was surrounded by Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, on that show. Yeah, you know what, Rumble Chat, stop with the it's X, it's Twitter, it's X. Who cares? <laughs> It's the same goddamn thing. You know what? If you go to Twitter.com, it still takes you there. So it's still Twitter as far as I'm concerned. I know you can get there, too, with X.com, but so what? Go to X.com, you might fuck up and get X videos loading up or something. So I still use Twitter. reference it every time I say X, formerly Twitter. Oh, I'm so tired of that. Just Uh, call it whatever. People know what it is. People know what it is. X is Twitter, whatever. But it's been long enough. People know that X is formerly Twitter, and mm-hmm. that Twitter is now X. Yeah, we all know. All I know is that I put up the videos and stuff on there now because it's it it works. You know, it's it's quickly it's quickly getting me. I'd rather use that where there's people than I don't know play your, which I which will let me upload anything I want, and then one person will see it during the week. So you know, I'd rather it be there. So. Twitter it is, or X, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> that social media site. That's that other shit, yep. Right. Well, anyway, I, I just thought that was a, it's like, wow, look, look at the, look at the, you know, big money going into true social, or, yeah. you know, what kind of a deal that was brokered there after two years of getting all the clearances. Yeah, well, hey, good on Trump for... The guy knows how to make money. He does. He can he could grab my mother's pussy for all I care. If he would be a, if if he would help me work with my businesses, I would take that all day long. Right, of course. All day long because that guy knows how to make money. 
And if you say you wouldn't work with him because he says mean things, then you're a fool that does not want success in business. <laughs> it's the devil, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. I would. I'd let him. I'd be like, here, just tell me what it, what to do. Tell me who to call. Tell me what to do. Tell me who to write a check to. Because I'm doing it. I would definitely like. There are certain guys like that that you just know know how to make money. Right. And well, he's one of them. Well, that's their life. That's what they do. I mean, that's that's his whole existence. Right. Barden in the uh, Barden in the Rumble chat. X is the best place to watch Swedes loot and shoot. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. That's it's the Swedes. There's a lot of truth to that. I do send you quite a few uh, videos of the Swedes, don't I? Yes, you do. There's a lot of Swedish Swedish crime going on. <laughs> Holy smokes. Well, since we were talking about fucked up things on TV, my nephew uh, turned me on. I know you don't have Netflix anymore, right? Uh, I do have it again, actually. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, there's another one of those fucked up stories on Netflix uh, called Lover, Stalker, Murderer. Lo I think I watched that. Tell me a little bit about it, and I'll tell you if I, I've watched so many of these things. I, uh, married guy, he gets divorced from his wife. He gets on uh, plenty of fish, meets some chick. They head it off. They're, you know, doing okay. But, mm -hmm. you know, he wasn't serious about her. She was a good hang, a good fuck. Right. But then he met some other girl. He was a car mechanic and some girl that... Uh, he, he, she came into the shop because her car was having a problem and they kind of had this instant chemistry. Right, right, right. They started dating her and uh, she just disappeared one day. Right. But all these texts were coming through. You ruined my life. You fucked me <laughs> over, you bastard. You know, all this other, this and that. But, you know, long story short, the girl that he basically was fucking before mm -hmm. he met this girl basically probably did away with her right got her phone and then started sending texts you know to to him uh leading everyone to believe she just she was still alive but she, right you know, she was just trying to eliminate everybody in his life because it's like you know nobody else can have you <laughs> god there's a lot of fucked up people out there these days i can't imagine being so obsessed with somebody like that mm -mm. you know that's bizarre yeah, yeah, dude. All of it's bizarre, dude. The world is bizarre now. What is normal in today's society? Do you see anything, I mean, dude? No. Even even the most minor things. You went out this week to a show. You went out to a show. You think that everybody's gonna go? Everybody's gonna have a good time. Everybody's gonna rock out to their favorite songs from twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years ago, right? That's what you think. Yeah. And instead, you probably had, you had, what'd you say, 300 people. Yeah. A hundred of them watched that fucking show through their goddamn three-by-three three screen. <laughs> True? Yeah, you're, yeah you're, you're right about that. It's like no, half of those people did not even go and enjoy the show as much as, oh, I got to get footage. I got to get, I got to capture all of it. Yeah. And for what? Who watches concerts on YouTube that are shot by phones? No one. You watch like a minute clip. That's why I always wonder why people shoot these like 
like people that set up and they shoot like an hour and 40 minutes of a Metallica yeah. show or something. It's like, what are you doing? Well, you know, the, you know, the one, the one thing that I know why people shoot some of it, you know, at least kind of like what I did. I shot two, three minutes of each song. Yeah. I did it for the fans. Of course. You know, I did it for our use, you know, not, mm -hmm. not because I uploaded it to YouTube or anything like that. No. I just, I just sent it to you here. Maybe the fans might appreciate this. If you do, great. If you don't, don't watch it. Yeah, it's a little extra to give to give for the show. But everybody is so narcissistic these days that everybody has a, a social media presence. So they shoot these videos and upload it to their social media. So they go, look where I was. Look mm -hmm. where I was. You know? And it's sort of like a, a, a conversation starter or get somebody to oh man you lucky dog oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you went to that yeah because i'm bad i'm yeah. badass i went to the show yeah you're pay you're you're living a better life than me you lucky son of a bitch yeah so you know if it wasn't for using it for for our you know our our members i would have yeah. never shot any video of course not how many times before the last like two shows did I yap at you every time you went to a show? I was like, yeah. shoot video, shoot video, shoot video. Yeah, well, it, it just, it just, you know, I wasn't used to doing that. So, uh, you know, well, cause you're not on social media. I'm Why would you be used to use, doing yeah. it? <laughs> but you know, I, I had the presence of mind to shoot some of the wasp show that I went mm -hmm. to yeah. shot some Stephen Piercy and, Shot some Dokken and shot some, uh, you know, Armored Saint and obviously this Chips Enough show with, you know, Glenn Hughes and, you know, just, but that's just for the show. Yeah. It's for the, it's for what we're doing. If you're a fucking, you know, accountant, there's no need for you to post up video of, of you at the show. <laughs> Cause no one gives a shit. Right. right. So. I mean, honestly, nobody gives a Nobody gives two shits. This is like completely true, by the way. I saw this too and was, I was, I was, I didn't save it to bring it to the show, but it's a hundred percent accurate. He's literally now using video that he shoots to talk about how I shot this in Vegas where I have a second house. <laughs> it's like, dude, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? <laughs> Ed is all up Ed's ass. That is yeah. for sure. I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's that is just the weirdest thing. It's just that it's you don't get enough recognition. You you don't think that you're being you know elevated to a certain echelon. You you think you deserve more uh, accolades or what is it? How much more accolades can this guy get? I don't know. I mean. Short of short of being a rock star himself, he gets all the attention, whether it's deserved or not. He gets all of it. <laughs> he gets every gig. He gets every you know all the all the band guys. They all suck his dick whenever they see him because they want to make sure that that they get played on serious. So they're all like, "Oh my God, Eddie Trunk, he's the man. He's fantastic." You know, and every one of them. I'd like to know what the listenership or the listener base of Sirius XM is these days. It's probably still larger than you think because well, it I, still I, comes I free in know. cars. I, uh, yeah. Well, they, oh, I know what it was when I bought the new Camaro back in December. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they, they dialed up the serious XM people and they wanted me to give them my credit card and this and that. And I said, I'm not giving you my credit card because it's, well, we're going to give you X amount for free. And then, you know, if you want to continue, mm-hmm. you know, we'll just charge your card. And if you don't, then you can call and cancel. And I'm just like, I'm not giving you my card. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'll, I already know right now that I'll cancel. Yeah, so, so why no, even bother? There's no sense in even bother, and the guy literally just hung up on me. <laughs> he did. He did. He, he didn't even. He just. He just clicked the phone. He didn't even say, "Okay, we'll have a good day" or nothing. He just. He just clicked. Just click. He goes, "Well, I'll, you know, if you just want to give me your credit card," I said, "I'm not giving you my card." Yeah. Why would said, you? Well, why would I do that? I'm gonna. I'm gonna cancel. I don't want it. Yeah. All right. Click. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, why does anybody still subscribe to Sirius XM? You know, when, when they have the free days, usually over the holidays, they, mm-hmm. you know, like over Memorial Day weekend or, you know, uh, 4th of July or Labor Day, they'll do the whole weekend for free. Yeah, sure. And, and if, if I'm so inclined, and my nephew always makes a joke about it, did you, did you tune into your free Sirius XM today? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if I'm out and about just out of curiosity, I might tune in and it's the same old pre-programmed shit. No, it's garbage. You know, you know, just every four hours almost like if you listen to hair nation or something like that, mm-hmm. they're, they're playing the same thing again and again. Yeah. Well, I told you I signed back up for it maybe a year ago because it was a super cheap deal. It was like $3 a month or something. It was, right. it was dirt, dirt cheap. And I canceled it within two months. <laughs> At three dollars a month, I still yeah, canceled it's it. Just like it's it's pointless, useless garbage. All kinds of commercials in it now. You know the same, the same. I don't know fifty songs on each of the channels. You know, and I, I mean, I'm. I would like to support. There's a couple people over there. I'd like to, <clears throat> you know, support. Like to support our friend Mark Striggle. But I, I, I can't justify it. I can't justify the whole three dollars. <laughs> I'd like to support Jose Mangan, but I, I can't justify it. Just there's there's literally a guy here and a guy there that I would like to listen to, but the overwhelming hundred and seventy eight of the hundred and eighty channels is shit. Even the channels I would listen to are not good. You know, Hair Nation, would you, what would you rather listen to? Hair Hair Nation or Hairball John Radio? Probably Hairball John Radio. Hairball John Radio. It's just a better, it's a better mix. That's the point I was going to make. Everything I need is right here. Yeah. It's all on there. Yeah. You just plug it into your car. If that's, you know, if you've got a fairly modern vehicle and Mm -hmm. pull up your Spotify or pull up your you know, your CMS CMS uh, app or whatever it is that you have. And you can hear anything you want Yeah, for nothing, for nothing. It doesn't cost a fucking penny. Yeah. And you're not, you're not a slave to uh, just repeat garbage. Yeah. You're not paying for repeat garbage. More to the point. And, and look for, for Mark, for Jose Mangan, for the few people that I do know over there, or you know, over there, you know, Godspeed do well but you know take the money <laughs> yeah and, and how long does it take mark to do his thing he probably sits at his computer at his home 
And I think he goes in, actually. Really? He goes in? I think he does. I think he does his show like live two days a week, but then they repurpose it like 10 other times. You you really think he's live? I'm pretty sure he does. Um, Because he does do some live interviews here and there, which I guess those could be recorded as well. But I'm I'm thinking that uh, it's just a program. They just program the music around his voiceovers. No, they might. I don't know. I, I I honestly have never talked to him about it. And um, hell, we could get him on here if if he's allowed. I don't know if he'd be allowed. That's always a problem with us. Is yeah. are they allowed? Yeah. Pull back the curtain there, Mark. Tell us exactly how this goes on. Yeah. Um, somehow I think he'll wait till he's because, because I know for a fact that the that the the um the original VJs from MTV pre-record all their shit oh yeah i'm sure they do i spread out around the country i i think alan hunter lives here in chicago does he yeah well it's so cheap to have a home studio now there's no reason to go in but like what's the purpose of going into sirius xm i mean you know i and and with with the money that they probably are not making like the heyday I'm sure they mm-hmm. don't quite have the facility that they used to have. Remember, remember the studios yeah. and stuff that they had. Remember, remember before uh, Sirius uh, merged with XM. Remember, yeah. That? Oh, yeah. remember, remember ONA Studio at XM. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it was that great. Was, that was beautiful, and then they <laughs> then they downgraded because yeah, when to they a closet. Moved, yeah, when yeah. they moved into the Sirius building, mm-hmm. you know their their studio was about half the size. Yeah, and they weren't allowed to do anything. Remember, they used to have to put the paper up on the walls to <laughs> to have any kind of nudity or anything. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, well, Sirius and, definitely and Howard, ruined ONA. He doesn't do a show at, at Sirius. He does, well, he, does it at, he does it at Sirius Florida location, right? Yeah, so so does Robin and Gary. And Gary, all of them. Involved. They, they don't even do the show in the studio anymore. Well, and, I, we, and we showed the uh, the the footage of the musical guest, and they yeah. just go into the serious studio and they set up and perform, and they basically look up at the screen to see Howard watching them or who. who yeah, wait, <laughs> wait for Howard to ask a question. Exactly, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's so, it's definitely you know, different. You know, and and you know, I got to give. Uh, Props were props are due. You know who was probably one of the first person people to be doing that? Who? Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yeah. He started broadcasting from his home in Palm Beach, Florida, 20 plus years ago. Yeah. It was when he had that ear problem, right? The, well, wasn't that when he was? That. Was even it before, before that? that? Yeah. He, he built, you know, I mean, Rush Limbaugh, you know, at, at you know, early on he was making like 30 mil a year right you know and i'm sure it escalated to quite a bit but uh, regardless of that when he had his big mansion down there in florida he built a full-scale broadcast studio right in his home and all he had was the isd lines running into the house and he was broadcasting nationwide he would they would uh send those you know his uh signal to his main station and they would just distribute it there from there mm-hmm. that's why he called it the uh eib network okay did not know that yeah but 
Chris and I basically developed, you know, being remote and doing a show <laughs> in remote places before anybody else was doing that. Yeah, we definitely were doing it a long time before it became like a thing. That's for right. sure. Right. But because uh, we're trailblazers and groundbreakers. Yeah. <laughs> we're just not paid like it. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? Nah, we've rambled enough. Yeah. Well, I'm sufficiently warmed up. <laughs> this this uh, this first hour flew by, man. Yeah, it did. Quick. It did go fast. So, Anyway, we are going to take a break. If you want to get a request in, you send in your request via the email. Request at theclassicmetalshow.com. Request at theclassicmetalshow.com. And I'll play your, play your tunage. Cool. All right, Mr. Aiken, I'll let you lead off with a tune. So what shall we play? How about if we go with a new tune from the band High on Fire called Burning Down? It's only a single, but it's, uh, it's fucking really good. All right. You call it, it says Burning Down. All right, yep, there it that, is. Got it. Got it pulled up. All right, we'll get those requests in. We're going to play a few tunes. We'll come right back. So here it is. It's a High on Fire with Burning Down exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show, the Seth Williams Show, uh, every other show in the world. Chris Aiken presents. <laughs> Can't remember the one with my own name in it, but I know what I do remember. This book right here and other things I should not say. That's right. This is the book you want to buy from me, especially you CMS people that like a lot of my dirtier stories. This is the one. This is the one that has all of the... All of the stories about my running around in the military, especially in Korea, um, it's filthy, folks. I'm not going to tell you that it's a biblical um, prophecy. It is anything but. It is a dirty book, but it has a lot of stories that I really shouldn't say, you know, hence the title. But it's a great book. It's a fun read. I encourage you to pick it up and go over to Amazon and get it. Amazon, just, just look up my name or and other things you should not say. And um, if you don't want to get it there... You can get it over at um, chrisaiken.net. Uh, it's it's there as well. So pick it up today. And other things I should not say, it is the latest book by me, Chris Aiken. And uh, read it and let me know what you think. All right? See ya.